Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, congrats, you're having an 80s baby, part two. We've already taken you through the journey of how to raise that kid up to adolescence, but today we're taking you to the finish line. 12 to 18 years old, the movies that you need to make sure that young woman or young man is watching to put them on the right path. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me, as always, the Miss Piggy to my Kermit the Frog, Max Sanders. And with that, Let's jump back into How to Raise an 80s Baby, 12th Birthday. So is it puberty yet or no? Yeah. I mean, so now we're at adolescence, 12 to 18. Okay, this is the terminology. This is this is middle school, high school. Spectus amoratus. Right, right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Most, I mean, most most 12-year-olds, that's sixth grade. Yep. 13 is seven, seventh grade. 14 is eighth grade. So this is when life starts to get terrible. Yep. In my opinion. I, I think- You terrified for this for your kids? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think when you're 12 years old, 12 years old is probably- right where half of your friends are still okay being goofy dorky little kids and then the other half think they have to be mature adults and that yeah, and half of them are tall and half of them aren't and that conflict mixed with hormones just creates anxiety stew, it's, it's the worst it's the worst yeah. so because of that i picked a couple of films that i think are pretty important right so the first one i picked is labyrinth this is too old for that this, no this is a five six year old no yeah you think so yeah what do you you, you don't like labyrinth i mean so, you, you don't you don't you don't hard dislike it but you don't love it like i do what is what is your issue with labyrinth the acting is just campy and jennifer conley who i love is just kind of just that floaty voice like you have no power over me kind of thing you know she has she's wearing these flowy dresses david bowie is kind of david bowie's normally a good actor 
didn't enjoy him in this. He just seems kind of campy. I'm kind of surprised you don't like this. I'm wondering if Maybe this, it's the hair. Uh, so I, I love Labyrinth. Uh, even even above and beyond selecting this as the movie that I would want to show them. I, I like this for a lot of the same reasons I like Never Ending Story. I love the idea that you start to have this at, at 12, 13 years old imagination starts to disappear. Kids stop believing in that's not Sarah's case. I know. Right. <laughs> she I know is, she's like 17. She's, <laughs> in the, she's in the deep end. Of I know imagination. she's well, she might be like suffering she's from a hallucinations. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe you should let go of my animation a little bit, but I, but like this, so this is Jim Henson directed this. That's um, there. It is. And that's not the only reason that I love <laughs> this. It's not, it, it's a big part of it. It's a big part of it. But the, the story of, you know, perseverance, she's going through this maze and she doesn't think that she's made any headway, but that's the whole point point is that she is because she's still moving and she's still going. I love that they switched the arrows. Yeah. The little guys yeah. Arrows. I, See, like, I do like the little details. I was going to say, there's a lot of great things in here. The characters. I, how can you not love the characters? Ludo? Yeah. I mean, so even even before we even hop into the characters, I would say th- there's just so many fun quotes like, you know, you remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Who do you do? Okay, yeah, like the riddle stuff is fun. It's great. Yeah, with the two doors, like one can never lie. Uh, did, Lu- she, did she get that right? I think so. Okay. Yeah. It confused me. It does confuse yeah. me too. I always, every time I'm watching a movie, I like hit pause and yeah. I'm like, I have to think it out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I can't get it. Um, Ludo, okay, like Ludo, Ludo can call rocks. Yeah. That is, uh, that is a weird. And by the way, the best uh, ever costume, which I've just never done, would be to take, um, my, would take like my dog and put like a Didymus on my dog and then turn the dog into Ambrosius. Oh, you that's know? pretty good. And no, then, you, you should be Jareth and your kid should be the goblin. I couldn't fit into what Jareth wears. So I don't think I'm <laughs> Do going to be Jareth. I want humiliation. I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a hoggle than a Jareth. So I think I'd probably go with that. Oh, man. But yeah. Oh, I mean, no, be Ludo and your kids will be a bunch of rocks. Oh, that's a great one. I yeah. could do Ludo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they move when you say yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. which they never do. Um, <laughs> But I love I love that, you know, in this movie, Sarah, you know, she learns the value of her little brother and, you know, right. and, and, and just family and, and believing in herself. And she's just she again is going through that angst, that high school adolescent angst of feeling alone and disconnected. And you think so? I don't get a vibe of her just be outside of the she had a wild imagination. She's a teenager who is just reading like old novels and believes in. in, in yeah, goblins. I, think a, I think a seven year old would love this. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, when did you watch this? That's a great question. I don't remember. Okay. I've watched it a number of times. It's, it, it resonates throughout my childhood. So and I, still today. Yeah. Right. I still love it. It's a great movie. Um, but for 12th birthday, I think All right, it's 12. Good. We're on a little rocky ground for me. All right. So I know that you're not a huge labyrinth fan, but I think the second film I picked for the 12th birthday, you'll be happy with. Dazzle very me. happy with uh, a little film called big Tom Hanks. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> You Josh Baskin's son of a gun. Robert Loja. Oh, he was great. He was great. Little chopsticks. Zoltan. Yeah, that's right. It was Zoltan. Don't look at me all crazy. I had to think for a second. You're right. It's a very unique name. How do you not think Zoltan? What do you think the name was? I couldn't remember. Oh, man. I, I have many. You got Josh Baskin? I, got, I know. Isn't that funny? That's so true. I, I remember the most obscure things. Great movie. Great movie. So this movie, going back to just where you are, you're 12 years old and you're making a very conscious decision that some 12-year-olds are totally cool being kids and other 12-year-olds want to be big. Or you. I was one that wanted to be big. Me too. And it was a mistake. Yep. I, I, you, this movie solidifies the most important lesson that you could teach a 12 or 13 year old, which is enjoy being a child. There are very few times where I watch a movie as a child and as an adult, and I pick up on the exact same lesson. I mean, you, you watch this and 
you know, Josh Baskin, everything from missing his mom to his best friend to, you know, he, yes, he falls in love, but he wants to go back to his life. And, and, you know, we've joked before about how you you made the comedy show. Great job. But that's the whole point, man. The whole point is, is that despite having the great job, the girl, like what 12, 13 year old boy doesn't want to have his own apartment, his own money. He's a video game designer. But the point is, is that it's not as good as being a 12 year old kid. There's nothing better. Inventing modern video games. is a pretty cool. No way, man. No way. Just playing around with your friend, going to the park, living your life. That's, that's, that's the, that's the jackpot. So tomorrow you can wake up and you can be a 12 year old you or Jeff Bezos. What are you doing? 12 year old me. Oh, a drop of a dime. Wouldn't even think twice about Bezos it. Bezos is going to live for 500 years. In particular, he will. He's going to go Disney and cryogenically freeze himself. <laughs> yeah. But in particular for go, I go back to being 12 now because all of the things that inhibited my ability to enjoy that I recognize now. So I wouldn't be so consumed with what other people think. I would feel more confident, but even without those things, like I loved that age except for, when you hit 13, 14, 15. You were made fun of and all that stuff. Oh, it was horrific. Well, so I unfortunately went from being like a giant dork and made fun of all the time to deciding to become a horrific bully so oh, that I could protect myself. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> unfortunately, I was really good at it too. So You're still good at it. I am a bully. It's true. Just to you. Just to weak people. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right. So that's 12. Now, 13, the bar mitzvah year. This is special. Yeah. I went to 200 bar mitzvahs. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, God. I I'm think from the I, most I, Jewish town in North America. I went to like four bar mitzvahs. Yeah. One of them, they rented out FAO Swartz and turned it into a dance club. Oh, my God. I know. It's crazy. You lived in a different world than I did. It wasn't my fault. I was just born there. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you can afford uh, expensive therapists that tell you to watch Terminator Eight 2, of them. I guess. Eight yeah, of them. There you go. <laughs> um, so for the 13th birthday, we're going to start off with the Karate Kid. So you think you're Daniel's son? I, is what I've established. Yeah, I, it, it's not unfair. It's you not an unfair criticism. You if I was from Jersey, country with your mom? because because the story just a single mom. it speaks to me. Yeah, single mom. Yeah. It just the story speaks to me, and I think you're you're 13 years old. What 13 year old does not feel out of place? True. Like everybody feels the fish out of water is like the the national logo. You love the fish out of water because that's what a thirteen year old is. Like you're 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 dealing with your hormones. You're dealing with half your friends want to go hang out with girls. Half your friends want to still play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, Daniel's got no friends. Daniel has no friends. Moves to a new place. Starts a new life. Has no father figure in his life. And he's got Miyagi. He's got Miyagi. Yeah. The, 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 the most beautiful pairing ever. Again, similar. A little weird. A little sim- weird. I would say similar to Back to the Future. As much as I love this movie, if my son came home and said, Dad, great news. You know that old guy downstairs, you know, the janitor? He's going to take <laughs> me to his house on the beach. It's kind of far away, but don't worry about it. And he's going to have me do a lot of hard, hard labor for him. Then he's going to take me in a boat, dunk me in the water, and teach me karate. And Jim Beam, he's going to pass yeah, out. Yeah, he's yeah. going to pass out from drinking. And I, I think he was in the military. <laughs> but it's okay. It's going to be great. <laughs> He'd be arrested so quickly. immediately, but but we know the truth behind it, which is it's it's yeah, one it's of the most sweetest, story. beautiful story, sweet relationship. And for for that thirteen year old, I think that up to this point, all of the pop culture that they're starting to just get cracked and put into their skull is showing these larger than life action heroes with 20 inch biceps and these women who are just supermodels. Yeah. I haven't done that. Yeah. I'm only oh, giving them, I'm only giving them two movies a year. They're yeah. going to be watching other stuff no matter what. Mm-hmm. And when you see Daniel LaRusso, yeah, he's a hundred pounds. He's just an average dude, right? Good soccer player. Yeah. Decent soccer player. Allie's a better soccer player than he is. That's true. Allie's great. She's great. This movie serves as an opportunity for any eighties child that we're raising to know that you can be the underdog. You can be bullied. You can fight through it. Still be the best. And you can be the best. Yeah. Around. Around. And nothing is ever, (laughs) ever. (laughs) Finish it. I don't want to finish it. Get him a body bag. (laughs) 
<laughs> so second film for 13th birthday, uh, a little Rob Reiner flick called Stand By Me. Mo, you cheap dime store hood. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, written by Stephen King. He writes everything. He does. He's is, great. Is that even a bragging point at this point? No, no. Like but he's so, he's so talented. He's so talented. He's funny too. He is. He's like on Twitter. He's oh, cool he's guy. very political. Yeah. Have you seen some of his and political he's mean stuff? To people. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. doesn't mess around. Yeah. Um, you know, Red Sox fan. That there's a there's a ton about this movie. This is a movie that we could really deep dive into. But for the purpose of why we're giving it to that 13 year old, I, this concept of kind of fortifying the value of friendship, right? Right. That they. They all sometimes it's okay for everybody just to run away. They're all just running away. They're running got all these issues going on. Just run away. And they all they got all go, they, go away. They go on this adventure with each other and they learn so much, uh, or we, I guess, learn so much about all of their insecurities and the socioeconomic issues they're dealing with. And that one of them personal relationships and all that. Well, and, and the one of them just that that his brother becomes Keep his identity. I know. Yeah. And that becomes his identity. And then he feels trapped by that. And it's it's a really kind of cool movie because it it's innocent and it's fun, but at the same token, there's a darkness to it and a reality to it where they realize that there's real consequences for how people treat each other and that you have to kind of rise above that. It's such a fun, good movie for a 13-year-old to watch. Yeah, it's loaded too. River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, Butterball, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. You love Butterball, Jerry O'Connell. I do. O'Connell. It's so weird because he's the handsomest dude ever now. Right? It gives right? me hope. One, yeah. day, one day I'm going to be handsome. You've got, uh, you've got not a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Too mean. That's so mean. I'm a bully. We yeah, talked about I this, right? So. Uh, 14th birthday. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Um, 14th birthday. Let's start off with a little Footloose. Footloose. Yeah. Footloose. Love it. Uh, you want me to butcher the song? Footloose. <laughs> goose. Moose, moose. Got the goose and moose. I still don't know <laughs> any of the words to ten it. Bees. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody trapeze. Yeah. I don't know any of the words to it's it. It's so much fun to do that. I do like making up yeah. the words. And then we all talk about how Kenny Loggins, this this song he liked, unlike oh, uh, yeah. Top Gun Kenny, uh, Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins, I'm free in this. It's one of my favorite parts. Oh, he loves it. He yeah. loves it. Um, so Footloose. I think that the tragedy of my life, of my childhood, no, is, of your life, uh, of my life, yeah, the tra- the tragedy, Footloose, man, it the, messed me up bad. It did because I was, I, I was like, why don't I know how to dance? Yeah. Do you know how to dance? No, it I, sucks. What, did you feel like our parents failed us somehow by not teaching they us how to dance? can't dance either. Can your parents dance? No. Yeah. Actually, you know, my dad, I think was like a ballroom dancer or something. Really? Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Can you do the, hitch, I can't do anything. Can you do the Hitch Will Smith I t- tendency no, thing? No, I can't. The, I took, I took, I took dance lessons before I got bar mitzvah and I got, da- I took dance lessons, dance lessons before I got married. I got, took dance lessons, bar mitzvah and before my prom. And neither and of they, them helped. They gave up on me. Yeah. They're like, you're, you're good. There's something wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, so Footloose Only is Ren. Foot, so Footloose we were talking earlier you brought up the whole thing about like being cool like what how do you value what's Ren is more cool. important Ren is cool in the right way right but he can dance yeah, but, that's okay. the establishing point but, of him but even if he couldn't dance he still was cool because he was fighting for the right things, and he, he wore he a tie to school Bowie, he listened yeah. to music you know <laughs> like he was cool it's all based on dancing but uh, alright fine <laughs> cool. I, I admit the dancing is a big part of it but uh, I think it's for we're picking, I'm picking this for a 14 year old. So I think seeing this is important because this is, there is a natural, again, 14, 15, 16 year old, the, 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 the you're going to rebel, yeah, right? But it's rebelling for the right reasons. Fight for what you Bingo, believe Bingo. You got it. It's yeah. not just rebelling for the sake of rebelling. It's seeing a real reason to do it. And I love Lithgow in this, right? Lithgow like, in this is my favorite. Reverend, Reverend Moore. Yeah. And there's a great lesson here because he, especially, I don't want to get too political because God knows everybody will lose their minds because of the days and age that we live Careful. in right now. I know I got to walk the tightrope, but one of the things I loved about his character is that 
he had a very strong conviction. And when he saw his conviction be taken up by other people and taken too far, when they were burning the books, that, when was, they were, that was rough. Yeah. But when he saw that, he was able to find balance in his conviction. So, yeah. I, so I'm not telling you, you should be more liberal or you should be more conservative. It was just nice to see a character where his character arc found this middle ground. No, be Lithgow. Take yeah. new information. Be Lithgow. Yeah. Oh, I just like be that. Lithgow. Just be Lithgow. Don't be Kenny Loggins, though. He annoys me. <laughs> He hates the fact that he's an 80s movie music guy. I know. Just embrace it. And love it. I'm free. Great song. Oh, oh, fun fact, too. In the beginning of this movie, you see all the feet dancing. There's 150 like different people dancing. The gold shoes are Kenny Loggins' shoes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. How do you know that? I looked it up. All right. Oh, also, shout out Diane Weist. Is that how you say her name? Diane West or Diane Weist? The mom, right? Yeah. She's, she's like, go ahead. She's the ultimate 80s mom. Right. Lost Boys, Parenthood, This. Like, she's just a calming presence. She's great. She I rules. liked her in this. She yeah. was really good in this. Great short haircut. Takes a lot to, like, pull that off. <laughs> what? Nothing. You're just funny. Like, who says that great short haircut? It takes a lot to pull that off. It does. Like, <laughs> I like mid-90s Megan Ryan haircuts. That's, like, a big thing of mine. All right. Any- anyway, <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Stiff breeze. <laughs> Don't sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Stiff breeze. That got me. Stiff breeze got me. Uh, one day we're gonna have to learn the words to that song. <laughs> also, Chris um, Penn, really good in this movie. Yeah. Oh, so funny story about Chris Penn. Sean uh, Penn's brother. You need, yeah, you need to watch uh, Best of the Best. Well, it's a bad karate movie. It's right? not a bad. It is a terrible karate <laughs> movie, but he's in it, and he's a racist, like ignorant, terrible cowboy karate guy, and uh, he turns around at the end, but like he has some really terrible lines, and he's it's that movie did not age well at all. I don't okay. even know that it turned out that well when it came out, but you need to watch it. Put yeah. it on your list. Put it on the list. <laughs> But he's uh, actually a wrestler who couldn't dance, so they used the wrestling moves for him yeah, to do the dancing. Go. That makes sense, because yeah. in Best of the Best, you can see he's got some moves. Nah, he's got moves. He's got moves. Uh, second uh, movie for the 14th birthday, uh, a little little ditty called Top Gun. You're dangerous. Yeah. I like this. That's right. So Top Gun, team first. Never, is it? Never, Ma- never leave your wingman. That's the whole message of the entire movie is team first, never leave your wingman. But they all don't like Maverick because he's kind of him And first. what does he do? Eventually he learns. That's right. That's okay. the whole, that's what, four, do you know any four, do you remember being 14? No. I used to coach <laughs> high school football. All I dealt with was 14 and 15 I was like, when olds. you were 14? No, wow. that'd be really, I was. I did look like I was 20 when I was 14. <laughs> Sup guys. I know, right? Hey, I'm going to coach you today. Um, This is, this is what all 14 year olds do. They, this is the, where they start learning this definitive concept that the world doesn't revolve around them, that there's more people to it. The teamwork message in Top Gun, the, the coolness of Top Gun, the, this is like when I tell you, you know, my wife wouldn't tolerate me acting like Maverick. And what's your answer to that? You don't have the jawline of Tom Cruise. Yeah, you don't. <clears throat> yeah, and you don't play volleyball shirtless in your jeans. I don't. Well, I have been known Do to you? play. I, not in jeans. I have played volleyball. Can shirtless. We play together. It would no one can't. Can we play together. Please put that at the top of the list of the worst things you've ever said to me. But Top Gun is. We can't just keep on like dumping. You know high moral lesson movies into these kids heads. We got to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, Sometimes you just need to be an F 18 and rock and roll. And, and this is just, it's, over fun. it's just fun. It's yeah. a fun movie. 14 year old would dig it. Well, so yeah, this is, it's a, it's a fun, great movie to watch at that age. And I think it'll help again, teach those important team first, never leave your wingman. Also lessons. consequence of your actions. Look what happened to goose. Yeah. Meg well, Ryan's well, all well, said. Well, what was what was the consequence? Did he do? Oh, you're saying a Mavericks. Action. Yeah. Oh yeah. That you could kill your friend. Yeah. Yeah. There Don't you go. kill your friend. That's a horrifying lesson to teach, but now, if I'm showing this to Jake and the take my breath away scene comes on, do I watch it with him? Is that weird? It is. So I remember my mom used to take me to R-rated movies when mm-hmm. I was like 
15, 16 years old, okay. mostly action films or my dad would take me. It was less weird when my dad would take me, but I just remember every once in a while there'd be that kind of like gratuitous nudity scene sure. and I would just be super uncomfortable. So I think for uncle, it's cool. I, I think my hand on his knee, be like, add a boy. No, that's, okay. that, that's where it would get super weird. <laughs> okay. If you just take him and sit there quietly, I think it'll be fine. Okay. I'm going to blow it. <laughs> you are going to blow it. I can already tell you're going to blow it. Um, 15th birthday. 15, 15 is an uh, interesting age. You get your learner's permit for driving. And again, a lot of the movies, the two movies I picked are really prepping. I'm prepping them for that 16, 17. But the the two I picked for 15, first movie I picked, Pretty in Pink. It's John Hughes. It's about time. Yeah. I Actually, this is the first John Hughes movie yeah. I put on the list. Yeah. Well. It took you a while. Yeah, it did take me a while. Um, Pretty in Pink. There's a lot going on here, right? So it's a great movie. When I saw this movie, I think it was... And again, I didn't see it when I was... I saw it a month ago. You did, yeah. I think the first time I saw it was probably in high school. Uh, and it really was one of the first movies that did a nice job identifying that like class is a thing. And it it's is. It's not always a good thing. <laughs> and was that a thing that there was like the Robert Smith, the Cure kids, and then the cool kids? Every generation has this issue, right? I mean, you look at 90s high school romp films, even 2000s, like there's always like wrong side of the track, right side of the track. But this this movie does a pretty good job. I mean, Andy and Ducky are the wrong side of the track kids. Blaine. Poor Ducky. Bl- Blaine is the most rich kid name ever. Blaine. <laughs> Come over and see Blaine. What was James Spade's, Spader's name? Oh, God. I don't remember. Yeah. It was something was, absurd, yeah. I'm sure. Not Blaine. Yeah. Um, but he was like the ultimate rich Probably kid. Todd. Yeah. Todd and Blaine. <laughs> mm, mm. The, my favorite scene is the principal is with Andy and basically saying, you know, you should really consider losing this attitude that you have because you continue to have this attitude. You're not going to fit in. I'm paraphrasing. But Andy's, advice. Andy's response is, that's a beautiful theory. And, <laughs> I, I, and like if you think about what she's saying, and I, I, maybe I'm drawing too much into this, but I just I think that, that the defiance of that or the acceptance of that. You know, right? Either she's saying it in a sarcastic way to defy the entire conversation or the acceptance of it. Like, yeah, and these are people I don't want to be accepted yeah, with. This is her best movie, I think. Molly Ringwald was great in this. Yeah, it's her favorite movie. I believe it. It's, well, it's the most serious. I yeah. mean, it's not like, you know, the, the the other movies are a little bit more campy and goofy. Yeah. So it's actually based on the song Pretty in Pink by the Psychedelic Furs. And it was Molly Ringwald's favorite band. Her and John Hughes, like, collaborated on that. Really? Yeah. That's that funny. Cool? The, the, by the way, the favorite scene, by the way, is the Blaine computer trick. How did he do that? I don't it's know. It's like 1985. I know. How did he do that? Because he had probably like Steve Jobs next to him. He probably something. did. Yeah. yeah. Wozniak. Yeah. <laughs> just helping him out. Uh, but it's... it's The dad. What's going on with the dad? He's an alcoholic. He is? Yeah. Okay. I thought oh, he was yeah. sad. No, no, no. He's an alcoholic. He's okay. an alcoholic. Interesting. And that's... that's that makes part, a lot more sense. But when you're younger you think that whatever your life situation is, is what everybody's life situation is. You don't realize that that's weird. Like if you're, you have one dad, two dads, one mom, two moms, they fight, they don't fight, whatever the case might be. You just assume like that's my norm. Mm. It's when you start getting to be 13, 14, 15, 16 years old that you start to realize, wait a second, like there's a whole other group of people that live a whole different way. And this movie addresses that yeah. in, a, in a good way. And I think it's a good movie to show a 14 year old or a 15 year old. I think I have a 15, right? Yeah. A good movie to show a 15 year old to get them to understand that, you're going to deal with this and you're not always going to be the richest kid. You're not always going to be the poorest kid. You're not always going to be the tallest or the shortest or the prettiest or the, the ugliest. Tallest. I know you will be the tallest. Um, <laughs> so I, I love this. It's I, a great movie. So for a 15th birthday, this is a great way to start. Second movie for 15th birthday is one I think you're going to like a lot. Uh, 16 Candles. So now I have a question for you. I bet your question is, Mo, why are you doing 16 Candles on the 15th birthday? But remember, I'm kind of doing them a year out ahead. No. No? I, I just want to borrow your underpants for 15 minutes. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's not weird at all. Yeah, no. it's appropriate. Farmer Ted, they're all yours. Take them. <laughs> Samantha, Sam, Molly Ringwald. 
a lot of the same themes that are in Pretty in Pink, minus the class issues. You this know, one, like this is much more fun. It, like silly. it's lighter. It's yeah. lighter and silly. I totally agree. Totally. It's agree. the most dated movie of all time, by the way. It is very dated. Holy there, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not very much long you know, duck dong. Yeah. There's a lot of inappropriate the Rolls Royce scene. A lot of inappropriate stuff. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but without getting deep into this movie, I'll tell you the reason that I love this movie and the reason that I put this in here. I put sixteen candles in there. I know that all of these are supposed to be gender neutral, and I certainly think like that my son would enjoy this on his 15th birthday. But there's a scene that really just gets me every time. Do you remember Happy when... Happy birthday, Samantha? No. Oh. <laughs> Not the kiss scene that, at the that end. That gets me. <clears throat> you would like that because Jake Ryan. Is that what your sister named uh, her, uh, your nephew after? Jake Ryan? No, Jake movie? the Snake, the wrestler. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, so my favorite part of this movie is there's a scene where um, we've already gone through the whole thing of Sam's birthday being completely forgotten. She's, That's rough. It's very rough. You ever done that with any of your kids? No. Uh, Come my, close? I, my Facebook kind of helps you now. Yeah, Facebook helps a ton. My mom forgot my 14th birthday. Ouch. It, it, it was the year after my bar mitzvah. So you can relate to this. I can. Well, I didn't I didn't cry as did much. You passive aggressive it? I did no, I was just aggressive. I whined in front of her. <laughs> I soaked her for a couple of extra presents because of it. But, That's what um, you do. That's a plan. I'm a terrible person. But the my favorite part of this movie is she's laying on the couch, her dad goes to check on her, and she basically confides in him that um, she's in love with this handsome, beautiful guy named Jake Ryan who thinks that she's a total dork, and the dad says, and I love this. Uh, well, if it's any consolation, I love you. And if this guy can't see in you all the beautiful and wonderful things that I see in you, then he's the one that has the problem. Aww. And she replies, I know it just hurts. And he says, that's why they call them crushes. If they were easy, they call them something else. Ah. I see that scene and Miyagi, I'm like, like wisdom. little, little yeah, Miyagiism. Yeah. yeah. I see that. And I'm just thinking to myself, I really, really, really hope that when my daughters are 15 years old, that they feel comfortable to come talk to me about that kind of stuff. You're going to give her the thumbs up when Jake comes by in a Porsche and takes her from your other daughter's No, I'll, I'll murder him. That was a weird scene. Yeah, give her a thumbs up. Like no, just so we're clear, when Jake <laughs> shows up to the house, I'll murder him. Yeah, but yeah. like, I still want my daughters to feel comfortable telling me about what's going on. <laughs> okay. But there'll be, there'll be blood everywhere. It'll be terrible. Uh, so moving along. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Andrew Michael Hall in this movie doesn't even have a name. He's just the geek. Uh, no, well, Farmer Ted. What do you mean? That's his name in this movie, Farmer Ted. That's like a nickname. Right? That's his name. That's okay. like Farmer Ted. My buddy's band in high school was, was called Farmer Ted. Farmer Ted. That's cool. Yeah, and so. John Cusack, young John Cusack. Oh yeah, and uh, his sister was in it too. She was the one with the headgear drinking out of the water. Oh yeah, fountain. John Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So that covers the fifteenth birthday. Let us now move to the sixteenth birthday. Mo, Max, my pizza's here. What do you mean your pizza's here? I got a pizza. I was hungry. Why? Did you, when did you order her pizza? Are you even paying attention to what I'm we're doing? Texting right now. Unbelievable. Can I eat? No. we. Well, you can eat and we can take a break. But before we do that, we got to talk about our ads. Okay, fine. Sponsor time. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, sure. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. 
And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Are you ready? Yeah. So 16's big. 16's independence and freedom. Yeah, driving. Get the driver license. I crashed right. my first car. What did you have? What was your first car and how did you crash it? I had a brand new Passat and I hydroplaned in front of my school and slammed it into a parked cop's car. <laughs> this isn't real. No, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. It was really bad. Uh, were you just having flashbacks of Sarah Connor? <laughs> it, was, it, was in, it, was, it was in the rain. It was right while like everyone was passing through to get to the next class. So like it was a movie for everyone. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I don't want to talk about that. I don't know why I brought this up. Yeah, you, you seem really distressed. You seem yeah. very distressed. I destroyed the both cars. That's great. That's yeah. great. So 16th birthday, Max. We're going to start off with The Breakfast Club. I knew you had to do it. Yeah. Th this is, this is required watching for any adolescent teen. That if we want to save the world, if we want to make things better, and we're putting together our list, you hoping there's more benders out there? No, but this movie, this movie, really does an outstanding job. Yeah, have a voice as a kid. Yeah, and not even. I think that's actually a really good point. It wasn't where I was going to go, but you're right. Having a voice is a huge part of it. The other piece of it is there's all these different types of people, mm -hmm. and they're all going through the same hell that you are. Yeah, that that is eye opening because when you grow up, if you're not the jock, you think the jock you has worship. the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're not the artist, you think the artist has the best deal. Like mm -hmm. you, you covet. You know, I'm gonna start quoting Silence of the Lambs. What do we covet, Max? <laughs> what do we covet? It's weird. Don't do it this. Is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. The word covet I can no longer use in my lexicon because of Silence of the Lambs. So who did you relate to the most in this movie? Oh gosh, that's a great question. I feel like you're an Andrew Clark guy. I, you know, I failed shot. I, I probably would go between the two, probably the nerd and the jock. Like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't strictly put myself as a, as a jock, but yeah, I mean, I'm into Allie, but that's for different reasons. There you go. Which we don't need to hear about. Dandruff um, art all over my face. The voiceover speech. Love it. At the end of the movie um, where the letter has been written. Uh, yeah, to, do it. I'll, I'll do it. But it summarizes why this has to be what you give to a 16 year old on their birthday. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong, but we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of us is a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours. The Breakfast Club. Music. Do the music. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. <laughs> Fist in the air. Yeah. Oh, that's good. By the way, my favorite part is when they're telling. My imitations of them? Is no, that, those, that was really good. They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty bad. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. But uh, the scene where they admit why they're in detention, that's not in the script. They just improv that. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that oh, crazy? That's cool. Because it seems cool. like super important. The, the, again, the lesson you're showing that 16-year-old is, everybody's life sucks when yeah. they're 16 
and you can you don't you could these lines these artificial lines that get drawn don't have to be there no I, I, it's a great movie when you grow up your heart dies uh max the second film for 16 is one that you love this is i think actually one of your overall favorite films from the 80s okay um it's a little little ditty little ditty about jack and diane no it's not a little it's, ditty it's about john milken yeah i know right milken <laughs> john milken milken the cow how about Mellencamp? fred or <laughs> <laughs> go to show it's done to the oh it's ned riley not ned riley ned. You go. ned ned riley um, you know that guy gets everyone comes up to him and says that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible uh say anything cameron crow let's do it yeah lloyd dobler yeah best top top five movie in the 80s for me yeah this is so i we mentioned this earlier when we were talking about some of the beauty of these movies is that the hero isn't always like Dutch from Predator, no. you know, it's, it's, this is, he he's is, a fast talking, nervous nerd. Yeah. 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 And who it, invented MMA. He did. He, it's so funny. I was just watching this the other day and I'm like, oh my God, like the, he, was anybody talking about MMA when he did this? There's no doubt him and Dana White formed a multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> That's what happened. He's actually a third degree black belt. He, because of this movie. Really? Yeah. He's like super into kickboxing. So he, he looked good in it. He, he did. He yeah. did. The, the, the idea behind this, that. All of these movies that we watch in the 80s or even now, it's either it's a story is like the guy's the most popular guy, but he's a jerk and he has a change of heart and becomes a better guy or right. the guy's a total dork and becomes yeah, zero to hero or vice versa or vice versa. This is a story about a guy, middle just of the road. a middle of the road guy that everybody likes. He's nice and he wants the girl who is the valedictorian, the the the, the brilliant, you know, Diane Court. Yeah, yeah, that he couldn't have. So. Does she exist in real life? Did you know someone in high school like this? Yeah, I the, really? there were a couple girls that I grew up with who like they weren't the the prom queen, but they were just the most buttoned down, going to Harvard, yeah. brilliant women. Still good looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, it's and, like a very unique kind of motif in a movie. And and I, the part of it I love too is that he has two completely separate friend groups. Yeah, that, like it's it's also so rare to see that he's got these two girls that he's like really good friends with, and he's got these other guys he's friends with. I love the girl whose heart is broken. He yeah, sings sixty three oh, songs. Oh, about I the love guy. it! I love it. I, well, she has the best line in the movie, in my opinion. She says, "Don't be a guy, be a man." Oh, that's a good one. I, I thought the whole conversation. She said, "The world is full of guys. Be a man. Don't be a guy." No, the best line is when he's telling his dad what he doesn't want to do with his life. He goes, "I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything as a career." And he like breaks it down for like yeah. five minutes about yeah. processing. And I think at the end of it, doesn't he just basically say that his career goals? He just wants to spend as much time. As you can I just want to hang daughter. out with your daughter for yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. God. Great movie. So good. So you're giving this to a 16-year-old, and it's great for two reasons, right? You're giving it to, you know, the 16-year-old's a girl. I think for them to see, like... How you should be treated. Yeah, and, and that you, you should be made to feel this way, and that don't overlook the guy who's yeah. just the guy, right? Well, let's, let's talk about the father-daughter relationship, too. That's super important. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is the most open a father and daughter had been on screen to this point, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And and not to not to mention just the the coping with he ended up being a total dirtbag and went to prison, right? Yeah. But coping with the idea that as we get older, we start to learn that our parents, although we love them and worship them. Infallible. I mean, fallible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're fallible. And then uh, the other piece of it is if you're a guy and, and just like like learning to be a good human being and a good dude and not a it's not hard a jerk. Too. It's, yeah. it's not easy. No, when he's in the parking lot talking to the four dudes. Yeah. And, and they're giving him yeah. dude advice. Like, find oh. someone who looks just like her. Yeah. And it's like, dude, she broke up with you in your car, your Malibu. <laughs> That's your castle, man. It's like the most high school. It's Jeremy Piven. Too. I know. Right. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's great. I just, this is a great lesson movie. You know, how to, how to be a, don't be a guy. You yeah. know, it's a, I just love that. Also shout out Joan Cusack again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And oh, the yeah. little kid is the best little kid in any movie. Yeah. He's just he punching fun. and 
you know, Having good nephew. Fun. Yeah. I hope my nephews is cool. Uh, he will be. We're going to yeah. give him these movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you know who actually came up with the idea for this movie? Who? Uh, James L. Brooks. You know, Brock yeah. News. Oh, I know James L. Brooks. Yeah. So he was at uh, he was at an airport and he saw a father and daughter and he's like, what would it be like if the father committed a crime and like broke up that relationship? Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty That's cool. That's a weird way oh. to start it. End of the movie, too. The last five minutes when they're just waiting for the yeah. cigarette thing to come off. Yeah, yeah. So cool. That is fun. Yeah. Tension. I I've, I think I've used that before. Trish hates flying, and I think I may have, like, co-opted that. Oh, really? It's not no true. And been yeah. like, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> just let it go ding. It was um, not fine. It was not fine. <laughs> All right, Max. 17th birthday. Let's uh, do a deep dive into the uh, sausage king of Chicago, Abe Froman himself, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's one righteous dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a really great reminder to not take life too serious. Yeah, it moves pretty fast. Yep. You got to smell those roses. You do. Or Drive a Ferrari on. once in a while. For your 17th birthday, this is where you start. Some kids start taking the SATs, the PSATs. You're starting to look at colleges. Yeah. You're in your junior year of high school. You get neurotic about it. You about be, everything. You could become a Cameron. Right. And again, I told you on all these movies, I try to put the movie a year before, right? So I know Cameron and uh, Ferris are both seniors in this movie, but I thought this is a good movie to see your junior year of high school to prepare you for it. So they're not all Okay, a little out. earlier, yeah. A little earlier, yeah. yeah. So Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Tons of wonderful lessons. But the thing that I like the most is probably Cameron. Cameron reminds me of me. I, I was Cameron. Yeah, I hate that I'm, I'm like Cameron. Yeah, a little neurotic. I wasn't as bad. I was probably in the middle of Cameron and Ferris, but mostly Cameron. And I love there's a when he's laying in bed and... <laughs> Let my people go. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. When Cameron was <laughs> in Egypt's land. And the music comes on. It's yeah. the best. Yeah. When, when he's laying in bed, Ferris keeps calling him and Cameron says, I'm dying. And Ferris says... You're not dying. You just can't think of anything good to do. Yeah. And that's life. That's life, right? Because if you're not doing things that are fun or, or kind of seizing the day and having a blast, what are you doing? Yeah, you're, like you're this, dying. The voiceover where he's talking to you, the audience, it's mm -hmm. almost like your own internal monologue should be like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like, have fun with yourself. Yeah. And, and, and be Fer in the shower. Give yourself a mohawk. And Ferris. Play the clarinet. clarinet. <laughs> the clarinet. No <laughs> lesson. Never had a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and Ferris has his issues, but he is, he is an emotional Sherpa. For how to deal with high school. Well, they're both, I think they're yin and yang of each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I want my kid or whoever's seeing this to see the scene where they're like, where's your brain? Why'd you kick me? You know, that that's how you should deal with your friends. Yeah, you should, absolutely. It's going to be a back and forth. Yeah. Like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about this. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is fun. It's exciting. Even though he's manipulating his parents, there's still love there. His he mom's loves awesome. his parents. Yeah. She's an all-time underrated mom. And they both, and, and then his sister, right? Like, even even that part of it is fun Her and for Charlie me. Sheen. Oh, oh they God. are great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They are absolutely great. He didn't sleep for two days to get ready for that role. I know. His I mean, his, his cameo in that was so great. It was just him. Yeah. He's just just like, Charlie up? Sheening it out. I know, right? <laughs> um, no, but they the, even that relationship going from, the, going from, like, hating and having all this jealousy towards him to, like, bonding and the value of siblings and... and you know, just having that one day, you know, having that one moment where you're just enjoying everything. That shining perfect yeah, day. Did yeah. you have one of those ever? I tried. It wasn't as fun. I never had one. I did. My he, parents would call me after school and make sure I'd call from the number yeah. of where I was staying. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was screwed. You know, you know, Gee, right? Yeah. So Gee and I went to, um, we both called, like called in sick for the day at school or something or told our parents we were sick. Mo Shapiro's day off. Right. I know. And like, that's what we, we, we modeled it after that. And we ended up each grabbing 20 bucks and going to an arcade called the spaced arcade. Well, we, that played, fun. we played video. It was fun, but it, we weren't, I wasn't singing shake it up baby in downtown Chicago. Well, that's very unrealistic. Well, you know, you never know. You got to set your bar high. 
I would never be able to recreate what happened in that movie, but I could have probably done better than playing video games all you day. You should have done a couple things. You need to have like events. Right, yeah. right. Go to a, dinner, a slice of pizza. Yeah. You know, Colin, have a phone. Colin is Abe Foreman or Froman. <laughs> Abe Froman. Yeah. Froman? Sausage King Froman of Chicago. Sausage, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, and Sloan. Sloan's good. Sloan Peterson? What happened to her? I don't know. I heard she got in like a car accident and things were got weird for her. I don't know. What else yeah. was she in? I don't know, but she's like iconic in this. Yeah, yeah. She's like her and Phoebe Cates are like it, right? In the 80s. Right. Yeah. And Kelly Lynch. Shout yes. out Kelly Lynch. Yeah, Kelly Lynch. Um, second movie for the 17th birthday. Okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna gush about this one a little bit. You've been gushing. This one This one is... You all right there? I, Tissue? You're crying. I, 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 Dead Poet Society. Okay. Warm Robin Williams. I like it. Yeah. Dead Poet Society. There are so many life lessons in this movie. Yeah. Like so many life lessons Don't act. in this movie. Don't be an actor. No, that is not one of them. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, let's do, let's just go. Let's just go to quotes because quotes will help me walk through what captain, the lessons my captain, are. Walk walk me through through this. Oh, easy, 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 easy. I'm on my chair. I have to say it. I know. So uh, there's a time for daring, and there is a time for caution, and a wise man understands which is called for. So this is right after the kid does the prank phone call saying that God called saying it should oh, be a co-ed good. school. That was a great line. And he got paddled. Yeah. And he was, you know, waiting for Robin Williams to New validate. Wando, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was, and he was waiting for Robin Williams to like validate this, this act of rebellion. And mm. that quote is what Robin Williams said. And when you're 17 years old, I mean, you are just in, in you're evaluating your world and you're saying, wait a second. Like, you're a sponge. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. You want to be like, not even your, no, no, no you're okay. going down the total different direction than okay. I am. Enlighten me. Less about being a sponge and more about you're starting to realize that all the things that you were being told have some truth in them, but you're starting to pull them apart a little bit. You're saying, you know, I was told never to do this or this would happen. And then you do it and nothing bad happens. Picking the scab. You're, yeah, you're, you're rebelling, uh, not just in action, but in intellect. You're rebelling against everything you've been told. So this idea of, of time to be daring and time to be cautious, that balance is something that's really hard to get a 16, 17, 18-year-old to do. Mm. And that lack of balance is what leads to a lot of horrific mistakes that kids make. So you think this would affect a 17-year-old pretty I good? think so. I think that, like... I think that the hearing that message in a film that was done really well would sound a lot different than dad saying, you got to be careful out there. You can't always rebel. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Or Ethan, Ethan Hawke being blindfolded and forcing him to do a poem. Yeah. Like, I love that part. Oh, it's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, another quote. We must constantly look at things in a different way. This is when he had him get on the desk. Yeah. I, the idea that same things in the room, different perspective from where you're standing. That's a critical element of brain development for, yeah. for adolescents, being able to see the world from a different perspective. Big Hero 6, Pixar. Also, I think they stole that from them. I have not seen Big Hero Shut 6. Shut up. Is you'd it good? Oh, you'd love it. All right, I have to watch That's it. That's the main lesson of the whole movie. Really? Yeah. It's a different perspective. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that for yeah, sure. Yeah, you'll cry. And then, obviously, you said at the beginning, Carpe Diem, seize the day, boys, make your lives extraordinary. What about sucking the bone marrow out of life? <laughs> I like that one. Henry David Thoreau. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Dead Poet Society. Great name, too. Is it, is, is it is it your favorite Robin Williams movie or do you go with Goodwill Hunting? It's either Goodwill Hunting, Mrs. Doubtfire. So his best performance is Genie in Aladdin. That's the best use of Robin Williams. Actually, no, no, no. I'm gonna go I'm going off the board. Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. That's the best. Really good. Because it's just him being him yeah. in the room. Yeah. And he also learns stuff. Yeah. It yeah. is really good. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna look terrible on my resume. Seventeenth <laughs> <laughs> birthday, Ferris Bureau's off, Dead Poet Society. Great I'm, birthday. I'm a great birthday. 
That's the best one so far. We're rolling into the last one. Yeah. We've been at it. We have we have almost fully raised this child using the best of the best of 80s films, except we didn't use best of the best because that's a terrible film, but we've used a lot of good films here. Rolling into 18th birthday, uh, starting off with Great Outdoors. So I was skeptical when you showed me this one. I know you're not a huge John Candy fan. Love John Candy in this. In uh, The Great Outdoors. Best use of him. As yeah. Chet. Father of the year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I get it. Like the bear story when he's telling the bear story. Big bear. Yeah. Big bear. His command of the room. Yeah. And also he's like the greatest dad. He That's just, that you nailed it. Yeah. So you, I'm glad you saw it. So like I, maybe a little bit of me towards the end of this list. It's, it's almost less about educating the 18 year old and more about me. Like I want an 18 year old to see this movie and realize that this is what a great dad looks like. Yeah. Someone who loves you, who still wants to kiss their son on the cheek, even yeah. when they're, when they're the 17 day, years old, who who's taking him out to this cabin because that was a part of his childhood. And he wants to share that who gives his ring to his son. And who, he let him run around a little bit. He had a girlfriend, yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the whole movie is, is just like, this is what family looks like to me. Right. This, had his wife talk him down on things. This, this uncle that like, oh, God, is, Dan is, Aykroyd. yeah, he was, I mean, he was great, but he was awful. Yeah. I mean, he was the worst. Right. That's the, that's the premier Dan Aykroyd, like kind of jerk. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even, even though he's a jerk that they find the middle ground and they all come together it's just this really fun cute wholesome funny movie and i love this is who i want to be as a father yeah no totally. i want to be chet ripley would you eat a 98 six ounce steak? oh yeah absolutely old 90 was it 98 or no it was 96 yeah. yeah the old 96 yeah F- absolutely also john hughes movie so i did not realize oh yeah i did know that yeah i did know that i did know that. i love the raccoon subtitles by yeah. the way That's oh they were the fun. great the yeah. trash pandas yeah. they're, they're <laughs> the best um and and i think i start getting nostalgic when we put these movies out there for the 17 and the 18 year old, because part of it is I want them to just start seeing the value of like your relationship is just starting with your parents. You're going in a new phase and all these things that you thought were lame or you didn't enjoy doing that were traditions. There's a reason behind them because they're building this foundation for you to have this beautiful relationship with your family. Yeah, it's never too late. You see Dan Aykroyd and then the twins at the end, they start talking, Yeah, you know, absolutely. So it's like, absolutely. You, you can turn it around. You got it. You got to save your kids from a bear. Boom. A big bear. Big yeah. bear. Big bear. And dynamite. The dynamite was excessive. I was yeah, like, oh my God, bit. there's wet dynamite? That's dangerous. <laughs> Freak me out. Uh, uh, last, are you ready for the last movie? Yeah. So this is a tricky one. So the last movie is not actually going to be the same for everyone. The last movie, when you're raising an 80s baby and you want to make sure that you raise that baby the right way and they, on their 18th birthday, just finished watching The Great Outdoors, the next movie that you're going to pick as a parent, as an uncle, as that person who is trying to guide that youth into a successful life, that last movie should be your favorite movie. Oh, okay. I think that it's really important, especially when you have children throughout their life, to let them understand and see what makes you tick, to understand the personal side of their dad, of their mom, of their uncle. Yeah, so, you're, you're not just the parent. Right. Or, yeah. You're a human being. Yeah. You had you had pleasures and things that you liked. So for you, Max, when Jake gets to be 17 or 18 years old, right, right. taking him to your favorite restaurant in Ann Arbor, taking mm-hmm. him to something that had meaning in your life, letting him see what was important to you, it has value because they start to realize, wow, like Uncle Max had a whole life outside of just being Uncle Max. Yeah, it's always fun seeing your parents' people. I love right, that. right. Yeah. So the idea in my mind is you pick the movie. There doesn't have to be a moral lesson. There doesn't have to be anything that it, that's teaching the kid, but you pick the movie that means the most to you. So for me, 
This is an easy one, right? Mm -hmm. When my kids turn 18, although I suspect they'll see it before they turn 18 because you'll probably come over and let them watch it. Is this what I think it is? It is what you think it is. I'm sitting down with my kids, my 80s babies, when they turn 18 years old, and I'm watching Predator. Dutch. I'm watching Predator because I want them to understand 10 years ago, I started doing a podcast, and here's why. And 20 years ago, I was at a birthday party with your Uncle Ian, and I was watching Predator, and here's why. I want them to, this is what makes me tick. I love the movie Predator, and I want them to see me get excited about something. I adore this so yeah. much. That's, that, that's, that, that's the last one. Yeah. So what, what would yours be? And don't say Predator. Uh, <laughs> top, I mean, yeah. Top Gun. Well, it applies if we're like, it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? That's a great movie for that too. Yeah. But for showing who I am. I'm going to give you a little bit of an out here. No, no, I can do this. Are you sure? Yeah. Because my little bit of an out is it doesn't have to be an 80s movie, but I'd like it to be an 80s no. movie. No. You have an 80s movie that are, fits the we profile? Are, we, are, we will never talk. You are, you, if you, I wish people could see your eyes. You are looking at me with disgust right no, now. No, the 90s didn't happen. The, the aughts. Is that how you say it? The aughts didn't happen. I have no idea. The teens. I have no idea. No. All right. What is your definitive movie if you want to sit down? Let's say, let's use your nephew, Jake. Yeah. He just turned 18. Okay. He just watched The Great Outdoors. Every year he's been opening two DVDs from you. You made sure that he grew up to be a great stud, although I'm sure that that your sister and her husband will do a good job too. Yeah, they're going to do it. They're going to do a great job. But 18th birthday, you sit down with Jake. What do you put in the DVD player? What do you put on the TV that says, this is Uncle Max? Well, first of all, we're going VHS. VHS. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's I, like it's it. meant to be I like it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like vinyl. <laughs> except, <laughs> except, except the sound quality is garbage on VHS. <laughs> on a 13-inch screen. Oh, that's TV. great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I'm going cocktail. Cocktail. Yeah. Yes. I love it. So I bartended for 14 years. Still bartending. Yeah. And... It's just a microcosm of how I existed. Yeah. You know I mean, and I don't have to tell them the embarrassing stories of no. like actually what happened. I'm like, just, I'm Brian Flanagan. Yeah. Kind Coglin's of. Law. <laughs> Coglin's Absolutely. Law. I love it. That's a perfect pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, best Tom Cruise ever, too. So for Predator, do I have to lie to my kids and tell them that I was like a special ops mercenary? You kind of were at the bar we worked. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, well, look. And also, we should have been bar poets. Got it on the like the table and just we said we wasted. No, I'm not even gonna say that. No, we did a good job. We did a nice job. We had a lot of fun. We had a. I was that before I before I, I was look like, back. You slow your roll. I know. Man. We actually we really lived life to the fullest when we were bartending. You yeah. still are. So I mean that's that's. Oh, great. by the way, great life lesson quote too. Everything ends badly, otherwise it wouldn't end. That's from this movie. I like that. Isn't that a great movie? That's a great quote. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good quote. like your high school girlfriend dumped you and you're just a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what you good. Do. Yeah. Um, Coglin's Law. Did we just save the world? It feels like we just saved the world. I think so. I mean, two movies at a time. Yeah. In wrapping this up, uh, final thoughts on my part. I wasn't, I, I was kind of tongue in cheek at the beginning of this, but I, and to a certain degree, I was serious. I think that communicating lessons and especially moral lessons and, and entertainment value lessons to your kids as they grow up. You know, you want to start first and foremost with just having open communication. Like I, I love, I'll sit down with my kids. I love talking with them, but mm-hmm. finding a good movie or a good cartoon or something like that, that kind of does the job and entertains at the same time. It's, hard. it's, it's, it's hard, but it's worth it. Cause it sticks. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Like you and I sitting here right now, we could go through almost every single moral lesson that we've learned from like thousands of movies. Some we listen to, some we don't. Yeah. Um, so I do, I believe in this. I think we've created, uh, we've, we've cracked the code on how to help raise a healthy, well-rounded child. Yeah. Cheese around the medicine for a dog. Absolutely. That's a great example. Yeah. This is, we just, we just did 26 pieces of cheese. Mm. Mm. Parmesan. Mm, yeah. I love Parmesan. Nice pepper jack. Uh, this is, uh, this is, a, they're all a blast, but this is fun. Um, and it's also our time to remind our fans, plural. Yeah. There's not one of you out no, there. No, there's many, a multitude. Uh, if you liked what you heard, 
which I know you did. Yeah, you did. You did for sure. Um, find us on any social media channel that's out there. We're on. And if we're not on it, that means we haven't heard of it. So shoot us an email and we'll get on it right away. Uh, our handles at buzz in the tower, B U Z Z N. And also on Apple podcasts and Spotify, please make sure that you are giving us five to 500 stars. What do we land on? 37, stars. 37 stars. And also a nice review. Wouldn't kill you. Yeah. Great review. I'm just saying Max and I are working hard. And what are you really doing? You're just sitting there listening to a podcast. We're tap dancing for you. Just, just don't be lazy. Just yeah. go give us a nice review. Well, now we're going to mean back yeah. it up. Well, on that note, Max, I'll kick it to you for some final thoughts. I'm done. <laughs> Great work, Max. Great work. <laughs> Poetry. S- sign it off. Go to show it's never Susie. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.